Hi, and welcome to Old Man Stink, the podcast for late boomers and early Gen Xers who are confident and skilled at using and adapting the technology around them, but also know what to pay attention to and what to ignore. I'm your host, Gerard McLean. Okay, guys, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to visualize something. You guys ready? Close your eyes. Picture of full stadium, something like um, the OSU um, stadium. Full stadium, 60,000 people. Now picture the, uh, another stadium right next to it. And another. And another. Let's, let's stack 10. No, 12. Let's do 12 stadiums right next to each other. That number of people. Visualize that. That's the number of people who lost their job in October 2008. Just poof. 10, 10, 12 stadiums worth of people who are unemployed. And the next month, poof, same number of people. And the next month, and the next month. And this went on through about February or March of 2009. Can you see this? Can you see these people in your head? That's the number of people that were all of a sudden, poof, magically unemployed. Nobody saw this coming, apparently. Media didn't see it coming. Politicians didn't see it coming. Nobody saw it coming. But the average person out here felt an unease. The average person felt something wasn't quite right. This was the thing that wasn't quite right. We've kind of recovered. At least that's what the, uh, the politicians all tell us that we've recovered from this uh, from this uh, great recession. Only the people who are 45 to about 64, they're not getting jobs. I'm one of these people. Now, I have a going business, but it gets harder and harder to sell to fewer and fewer people who don't have money. These people are unemployed. These people are digging into their savings. And they want to quit paying for stuff. They want to quit owning things. They only want to pay for what they use. I don't want to pay for a full standing taxi service anymore. I want to just pay for that one car to magically appear out of a road that somebody else pays for and then go away when I'm done using it. I want my soccer registration system to be there when I want to register my kid, but then magically go away when I don't. Why should I have to pay 5% on a registration fee? I, I only use it for 10 minutes. I only use it for, for you know, a season that lasts you know, 12, 6 weeks, or 12, uh, 12, 15 weeks. Why should I have to pay for all that? Why should I have to pay for the servers that run that stuff? I shouldn't have to pay for that. 5%, that's a lot. We need 2%. 2%. In the meantime, servers keep getting more expensive. Regardless of what CNN tells you, these things are expensive. Or we all go to Amazon. We go to the Amazon cloud. And that's free, but it's not really free because they don't give any tech support. So unless you know, unless you have all these skills... Or unless you're able to pay somebody.
back. It's an endless battle. You can't afford to pay people anymore. Then people don't want to work for you. And being a job creator means nothing if you can't pay their salary. You get jobs all you want, but can't pay you. There's a lot of work. Just nobody getting paid. So where was I? Oh yeah. So we only want we don't want to buy a car. We don't want to pay for taxis. We only want to pay for things that we use when we use them, and then we want them to just magically disappear with a wave of our hand. Websites, registration services, insurance. We only want to pay for the the, the time that we actually drive the car on the road, not not the uh, the time that it's sitting in our driveway. Who needs to insure a car if it's sitting in our driveway? It's perfectly safe, right? Health insurance, these insurance companies, you know, they jacked my rates up 29% this last year. It's not a it's not a function of Obamacare. They've been jacking up my rates 20, 25% for the last 20 years. Every year it gets more expensive. And it's a 20, 29% based on on top of the premium that I was paying, plus the 20 some percent. So at some point it's gonna become unaffordable. It's becoming unaffordable now. I pay three times my mortgage right now just to insure myself. Why? To insure myself against bankruptcy. I'm going to go bankrupt paying these rates. So that's, uh, that's not going to end up well. I have a mountain of skills. I'm sitting on a mountain of skills. Right now, you're, the fact that you're listening to this podcast means I have podcasting skills. I'm able to produce a show. I have a voice, I think. That's some sort of skill. I'm able to think about these issues in depth. That's a skill, yet nobody wants me. I'm recording this podcast now, and as I was recording this, this podcast, an email came over, a blast email, uh, on a system that I wrote to 400-some, 460-some soccer teams, inviting them to apply to a, to a soccer tournament. Now, who do, who do you think keeps up that server that's able to send that email out and the server that takes that response on that link. I had those skills. I've spent 16 years in human resources. I built recruiting systems for a um, few trade associations that, that need to source uh, people. I had a Craigslist for, for um, you know, the retail merchandising industry. So I built this stuff. I know, the, I know the challenges. I've created training programs from scratch for a decentralized fields, field force. I know how to use all these social media tools. And so when a job popped up on Snapchat, it was the learning and development manager. It's like, wow, I could do that. I can facilitate. I can develop training programs. I have developed training programs. Do not reply at Snapchat.com. Hello, old man. Thank you so much for your interest in Snapchat. We really appreciate the time you invested in the application interview process. Although we saw a lot of strengths in your background, we feel there isn't the perfect match at this time, and we have decided not to proceed with your candidacy. I hope you keep us in mind as we continue to grow and our needs change. We wish you both personal and professional success in your job search. Sincerely, Snapchat. 
I've gotten rejection letters before. I've written rejection letters. I, I get the process. I understand. You know, but embedded in all of this, you are too old. You are too old to come work for Snapchat. We are a young company. We are forward-looking. You don't fit the part. I think the CEO is, what, 25, 26 years old? I get that. I get that he wants a bunch of young kids around. You know, it's young and hip. That's okay. This is just, it, you know, I've gotten a lot of letters. And this one in particular just kind of snapped at me. It just dug into my soul. And it said, you are too old to participate with us kids. Go away. Even though you have all of these skills, even though you have the depth of knowledge, even though you would save us thousands and thousands of man hours trying to figure out human resources, trying to figure out how to train a decentralized staff, trying to figure out how to train a bunch of kids who understand the technology but don't necessarily know what to do with it, how to, how to focus their skills, how to focus their passion into, into allowing Snapchat to grow. And that's okay. And Snapchat, will they'll hire somebody, and I'm sure he or she will do a fantastic job with the, uh, the learning and development manager role. But it took them, oh, I don't know, a day. I, I think I applied at like 6 o'clock at night and, you know, by 6 o'clock in the morning, California time too. So they get up early. I give them props for that. They had rejected me. Now, did they look at my stuff? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they, maybe they opened up my first snap and saw that I was, you know, 50-some-year-old dude who <laughs> probably didn't make the part. Say, ugh. Another old guy, all he wants is, you know, to work here for the health insurance. He's going to cost us a fortune. Damn. We just need somebody under 27 on their parents' plan. We don't need to invest in these people. That was the message I got across anyway. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But it was hurtful. And you got to wonder why you even bother at some point. You got to wonder why you even bother. Anyhow, I'm becoming um, I'm becoming jaded. There are no jobs out there for us. The market has purged anybody forty five to sixty four. They just purged them. Unless you have connections, unless you 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 come with a full portfolio, and even if you do, not likely you'll get hired. The market has purged us. You have been listening to Old Man Stink, the podcast for tech-savvy late boomers and early Gen Xers. Join us next week where we will have another exciting guest of a certain age.